0: We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans Studio. Rocket Mortgage is with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. Ryan Hickey, Kevin Wall, producing the show back at CBS Sports Radio in New York City. Greg Caserta just picked up three more awards. In the last 35 minutes, he'll have another award-winning update here at the bottom of the hour. We do want to welcome in our listeners on AM590 in Toronto, also KMBR out in Oakland, San Francisco, Sports Hub in Boston. It's like we got the Stanley Cup final and the NBA finals covered. I wonder, and Toronto's a pricey city in a good way, okay? It's like going to New York or Chicago or L.A. On the state side, I wonder what those tickets are going for for Monday night. I really do. Uh, the money has to be astronomical to be in that building. For Monday. I, I mean, I you have to be paying some big bucks. And to see Toronto only a three-point favorite on the current Vegas line. Hmm. I guess they're saying that, you know, Golden State is still Golden State. Duran is struggling, according to reports. Still not ready to play. I said it when he went down. No way he's going to risk his biggest offseason. So our Toronto fans listening, and those of you in Ontario, Canada, uh, what's the ticket going for for Monday night game five where they could clinch it? And think about this. When we talk about our first huge question of the night, who has a better chance of the comeback, Warriors down 3-1, or the Bruins down 3-2 to St. Louis, man, you're, you're going state. You'll have to find a way to win three in a row against a team that looks like they want to fight you. And I mean that in a good way. And the more I think about Golden State being challenged physically, was it LeBron and Cleveland? No. Have they ever had that series like they're having right now through this incredible dynasty run? And they're a dynasty. They are. they'll, They'll go down in the conversation You'll talk about what they've done. Even if they don't win this series and don't win another ring, you will. It's amazing basketball. I'm not saying they're done, but they're a dynasty. The greatest one is in Boston, or Foxborough, would be New England. And Kraft had another top-shelf party, and they're busting out the rings. With Brady and Giselle posing with the rings. Mm. Mr. Kraft does it the right way. I, Belichick too, and Brady. I know the haters are out there, uh, but they do. they everything about them reeks of championship football, on and off the field. Oh, uh, don't go there on Kraft in Florida. You know what? Produce, produce the evidence. And I'm the the TMZ mudslinging, Twitter, Facebook. Come on. Man, we... Everybody's guilty until proven innocent. They are on Twitter and Facebook, especially Twitter. You are guilty until proven innocent. So I threw out who has a better chance of coming back. That's the first part of our huge question of the night. Golden State or the Bruins in the Stanley Cup final. And then we discussed the Mark Stevens the minority owner and he's you know, the push with Lowry and the join and obscene language. See, so I, it wasn't, it wasn't, I guess from my vantage point with everything I've heard, it wasn't bigoted or racist. He, you know, dropped a few words out of line for a minority owner out of line. But to me, Banning him from the rest of the finals, any championship team functions, and he can't sit courtside anymore, he'd have to sit in a suite. Starting next year is enough in my book. And, uh, you know, a fine of some sort in the name of a charity that Kyle Lowry would want in Toronto or whoever he supports. Instead, it – and here's about legs with stories. Uh, That story was gone. Well, once you got through game four, that story's gone. It was done. Just gone. Just disappeared. So was it the right punishment? I'm just curious where the audience is at. And you don't have to agree with me. And I'm fine because we're just, you know, end of the day. My show's going to end. I'm going to go to sleep. You're on your way home. You're going to go to sleep. And the sun's going to wake up tomorrow. or Yeah, the sun will wake up. (laughs) We'll wake up. Hey, let's hope the sun wakes up. That's good for all of us on 855 2124 cbs you want to join in at Saturday Huge on Twitter, Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Ton of callers hanging around, appreciate your patience. Sometimes things get busy on this show, and that's a good thing. Let's go to Jeff in Toronto listening on AM 590. Uh, you're on the Saturday Night Huge Show.
1: Sorry. Hey, Bill, how are you doing, buddy? Hey, Jeff. Uh, yeah, I just want to uh, you know, give a, an, another uh, uh, take on how Toronto is actually feeling up here, and, and uh, I just want to let you know that first of all, this whole uh, owner word—I uh, mean, that's you know, you can't say the word owner now. Like, it's absolutely—that's
0: ridiculous. ridiculous. It, it just yeah. Yeah. It, it's just beyond. It's. Like I said, I get to the point where I'm almost speechless, which some of you would like and some of you would not like.
1: Yeah, I just want to make sure that, you know, not everybody in Toronto thinks that way. (laughs) So my other point was, um, yeah, I agree. The punishment for this minority uh, investor was over the top. But I do understand uh you know, and I also want to say, because I heard while I was on hold there listening, there was another Toronto guy saying, challenging you, like, you don't know what he said. Like, uh, what are you talking about, bud? Like, I have no idea what that guy's talking about.
0: Well, like, what you're, what you're he was saying guy. was, I, I think from what, no. watching the video, I think he told him to uh, bleepity bleep bleep, get out of here, right?
1: Exactly. Exactly. Why has everything got to be racist? No,
0: you know, racism hasn't... uh, This, and I appreciate the call in Canada on AM 590, and, man, they are just locked in right now on uh, the NBA finals. You you also just heard me throw my phone. I I didn't throw it in. I I thought it was going to turn us off, the entire, you know, North American broadcast. I appreciate your... Huge opinion, Jeff, in Toronto. Let's go to Kyra in St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, we're covering St. Louis, Boston, Toronto, Oakland, San Francisco. You're on the Saturday Night Huge Show.
2: Hey, hello.
0: Uh, how you doing, Kyra?
2: Yeah, I'm good. How about you?
0: I'm doing good. Thanks for listening tonight.
2: Um, first of all, in answer to the question. I think nobody in Boston has a better chance. I mean, just statistically speaking, they've got they've got a much better shot. I. I Wish it was different, but I feel like uh, Golden State's done and one way or the other. You know whether they win this next game or not. Um, but you know, just looking at the whole thing, obviously I'm from St. Louis. I want the Blues to take this thing, but you know, in answer to the question, Boston's definitely got the better shot. Uh, that you know those teams are closely matched right now, and it's, it should be good. So, but uh, also I agree with you on the, uh, on the, you know, Mark Stevens thing i mean i just think they're a little too sensitive personally i mean that's just my reaction i just think they take you know they take these things a little further than they really have to go I, i completely agree with you on he was out of line and he deserves some kind of you know punishment but i think they you know they're you know all the people sort of calling for his head that's just a little much um but to the bigger point you know, I, I grew up in the seventies as a mixed kid in the Midwest, so I see racism. In my opinion, this owner thing is ridiculous. I mean, I think it actually has the opposite effect. You're actually causing more tension. There's it, 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 it you know, it does a it actually does a disparity to the real issue of, of racial, you know, issues. I mean it's it's just completely ridiculous. I don't I just think you know, being a liberal person myself, I just can't go with the liberals on this. They're just taking this thing a little too far.
3: And, Ky- I mean, I just don't feel
0: about it. Yeah, Kyra, so, great call in St. Louis and enjoy uh, the blues and the Bruins. Yeah, it's getting towards a presidential uh, election again, uh two-year run in America, and everything will be sensitive. Everything will be overblown. And, again, I'm not taking sides. I I, I live by the do-the-right-thing party. That's what I live by. I'm not left. I'm not right. I'm not in the middle. Sometimes I'm not even sane. <laughs> Let's go to Marshall in Toronto. Busy night on AM five ninety. You're on CBS Sports Radio.
4: How you doing, Bill? Hey, Marshall. Okay. Well, basically, my ma- first of all, the Bruins definitely have a better chance uh, in uh, in the hockey playoffs, um, and realistically i think i've been listening to you know uh the raptors have taken over the city and everybody's listening to every every podcast every review every uh, breakdown of the series ad nauseum um and i i think that really uh the prognosticators, i point out to your producer um have given golden state a little bit too much credit as to their current, as to the current situation, their current team, the current playoff, and granted they're an amazing team. Steph Curry, I've never seen a guy shoot the ball like that, where he doesn't even he doesn't even set, he just grabs it, throws it up, and he adjusts as he's shooting, and he makes uh, one shot after another. And they're an amazing team, uh, but at the same time. I anticipated a, a really tight series, even with KD at full strength, uh, a seven-game epic series. I'm, I'm not surprised the, the Raptors are dominating, to be honest. Um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't throw anything past the Warriors, but I just don't think, uh, uh, the, um, again, the prognosticators have given the Raptors credit for the talent level they have, uh, the depth that they have, they got different guys stepping up every night, and as the cliche goes, defense wins championships. I heard a great stat the other night, actually, that they've kept, in uh, the Raptors have kept, in 12 games, they've kept their opponents under 100, and the next best is five. That's a pretty uh, astounding stat when you think about it.
0: Well, Marshall, thanks for the call. In Toronto on AM590, I said at an hour one that I don't believe at any point in any playoff series that Golden State has faced this tough of a team, and tough goes beyond analytics and defensive stats. And you can throw out, you know, twelve games under a hundred. I'm just talking about guys that look like they want to beat your butt. They do. They tough. They, it's it's a throwback, old school. A little bit, you know, I don't know if San Antonio ever was that. I, they had Ginobili and they had Duncan. I, this is, this is a, you know, old school Knicks, uh, old school Celtics. Uh, and think about who Golden State has had to get by to win. And I'm not downplaying anything they've done. You play who's in front of you. But Cleveland wasn't, you know, LeBron is amazing talent. But, you know, Draymond's tough. Okay, he had 10, 9, and 12, almost a triple-double in the game four loss. It was at halftime, the way Toronto was playing in the first half, and actually Golden State was playing pretty good defense. And Golden State should have been up, you know, and I think Van Gundy and Jackson were talking about it on the ABC broadcast. They should have been up 15, 20 points, really, with the way Toronto was playing. Because I'm thinking, I know you want to win every game, but I'm thinking Toronto was looking at, hey, we want to get a split, right? And they outscored 37-21 in that third. It was amazing, and they're just tough. Line them up, all right? They're not playing basketball, and they're going to fight. All right, now I'm not, I'm not condoning fighting, but I'm saying they're going to fight, kind of like the the anchor teams did in Anchorman. They're going to fight, and you're going to line up. Abaca, Casal, Leonard, Lowry, Van Fleet, and Draymond, Curry. You know, Iguodala's tough. He's the young, sung hero in the run. I think my point, even, even if they had Durant, I'm just talking about the mental toughness of Toronto. And when you talk about the media not jumping on. They're a Canadian team, and nothing against uh, the unbelievable fandom in Toronto when it comes to Jurassic Park, and they've been with this team uh, the entire playoff run. They're not jumping on a bandwagon. I'm sure some are in Toronto, but it's a Canadian team. And they're not on national TV. Their stars aren't doing commercials here in the States. And they're a team, just like Golden State's a team. But Toronto has shown they're the tougher team so far, and we'll see if Steph and the Warriors have three straight in them. If you want to join us live, 1-855-212-4CBS. That's 1-855-212-4227. At Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. It's the Saturday Night Huge Show. Once again,
5: here's Huge Bill Simonson.
0: CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line, 1-855-212-4227, is brought to you by GEICO. Great news. Here's a quick way you could save money. Switch to GEICO. Go to geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance at geico.com. Hickey and Waller back in New York City at CBS Sports Radio. Caserta will insert uh, another update here in about five minutes. Uh, Huge questions of the night. Who has a better chance at the comeback? Warriors down 3-1 or Bruins down 3-2? And then the Mark Stevens story, the minority owner who has been banned for a year, fined $500,000 for a push in some obscene, profane language in the heat of the moment back towards Kyle Lowry in Game 3, which the Raptors won. So... I'm kind of on the side of you could him from the finals, the draft. Uh, next year he couldn't sit courtside, had to sit up in a suite. It would have been easy. Instead, it's like the guy's is getting roasted. Out of line, I agree with that. But to me, a fine in the name of Kyle Lowry to the charity of his choice, an apology, and he doesn't go to any more finals games and he can't sit courtside. There you go. So you, was it the right punishment? Some are calling for more. Like banned for life from the league. I'm listening to Vince Carter and Steven Jackson. And Vince, I know you've played 73 years in the NBA. No. No. If, if he popped off with a bigoted response, yeah, I'd be with you. But I don't get that. That. It was more of a stiff arm and a and a push. You know, if, if Lowry falls over and he blows out his knee, yeah, ban the guy from the league. Nothing happened. It's a push. It's amazing. So join in one 855 cbs That's 1-855-212-4227. Back out to the audience. Let's go to Mark in Tennessee. Uh, you're on the Saturday Night Hield Show. Hey, how you doing tonight? Hey, Mark, thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, hanging around.
5: Oh, no problem. Well, uh, I guess a couple things. Uh, I would say, as far as comeback, if, if Warriors were totally healthy, I, I would say that they have a really good chance of coming back. Don't want to see it, but. Uh, I think they could. But I uh, wanted to bring up the thing about the Mark Stevens and, and being on hold. I've been trying to figure out the most appropriate way to say this without – and by my, no means. I, I'm the least racial person in the world. What if that would have been a white player and a black minority uh, owner of a team? What would they have done?
0: I know what you're saying and and pr- I appreciate the call, of Mark and Tennessee and you're wondering would there be a double standard? I I don't know. And then that's hypothetical. What I'm looking at, and I've watched the video five more times during the breaks tonight. Uh, uh, maybe twenty-five times. And I see a guy kind of say, get off me, and then he you can see by his tone, he's probably dropping, you know, some profane bombs. And Lowry looked shocked that the guy saying it, you know, from a fan. He's probably heard that from fans, but it's a guy sitting there at the time. No one knew it was an owner. They just thought it's a courtside guy with some big bucks out there in the Bay Area. And for some reason, and this is where I've been on this story, that it it just went viral. It blew up TV. It was like ban the guy from the league, make him sell his shares in the team, make him never be a part of the NBA. And I'm thinking, why is this such a big story? Now, the story was that the Raptors went out there and took control of the series in game three. And then how quickly it went away. Because if this is something where people are still calling for the guy to sell the team and he must be banned from the league, how was it a one-day story? Maybe two. The story is the fact that Toronto is a win away from winning a series that a lot of people didn't think they could win. But, you know, they showed us a lot in having the basketballs in that comeback against G and the Bucks. So you can join us, 1-855-2124-CBS, at Saturday Huge on Twitter. Sid in Cleveland listening on 92.3 FM You're on the Saturday Night Huge Show. Huge.
6: Sid? Finally, get to me. Sir, number one, I'm relatively new to your show. You're awesome. Thank you. Uh... I, I listen to a lot of local Cleveland sports talk I don't know how familiar you are with it
0: good show good shows there great station the 923
6: the bull and the fox
0: yeah great adam Adam the bull good good guy adam, uh, Ken you. Carmen That's right needed
6: to hear. <laughs>
0: Carmen right yep yeah good guys um
6: when I first i didn't even I didn't see the push but I listened to sports talk all the time. Especially local Cleveland, and we have the most awesome local Cleveland sports talk. Their first thing, my first opinion about that push, and I didn't even see it, was their thing is, yeah, he has to sell all his rights or whatever, you know. I'm like, yeah, he should. And then I thought to myself, nobody's talking about exactly what you're talking about. It was just a push. It was nobody talked the way you're talking. And I've heard other national things. I listen to you guys all the time, too, but it's, it was the same thing. Oh, he's just got to sell. He's got to sell. was just a push. But then these, the bull and the fox, sorry I'm not pushing for them, although I am, they brought up the fact that, and which you did not, and this is what I brought up to your uh, awesome screener. Very cool guy. Forgot his name, but he was very cool. What if Lowry would have punched him? This is one thing that they brought up right from the get-go. All the sports talk that I heard right when it happened. What if he pushed him back? What if he, you know, in the, the heat of the moment, punched him? It would change the series, the series, completely. And that's one thing. And that's what I told your uh, screener, producer, whatever. You did not bring up.
0: Well, you and said
6: would happen. It would change
5: the
0: whole. Well, it, it would thing. have. And also, and and Sid, thanks for the call in Cleveland because I got to get to an update. Here's the bottom line. If Mark Stevens would have thrown a punch at Lowry, then I'm all for the guy being banned. I am. It was a push, and they exchanged words. Drake, all right, so Drake hasn't pushed anybody, but he's exchanged a lot of words. And I doubt everything is family-friendly. I doubt it. I'm not saying it's racist. I'm just saying Drake called what, you know, Draymond trash, and Draymond said, you know what, it's Drake, he has a right to his opinion. He's an owner. I get you have to be different. But I don't believe it called for 500 grand and being banned for a year and some calling that he has to sell out or he should or that they should have banned him for life. No way. There's something else to this story and I don't know what it is. So we'll discuss it more later. Also has a better chance of a comeback. Warriors or the Bruins. 18552124 CBS. That's one at Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook.
5: It's the Saturday Night Huge Show.
0: Once again,
5: here's huge Bill Simonson.
0: Tomorrow at 5 Eastern two Pacific, CBS Sports Network hits the pitch for semifinal action in Major League Rugby. The top four teams battle it out in the playoffs and fight for a chance to be the 2019 MLR champion. Only on the 24-hour home of CBS Sports, CBS Sports Network. We do have Hickey and Wald back at CBS Sports Radio in New York City. Caserta with another update in less than 20 minutes. Huge questions of the night. Who has a better chance at the comeback to win a ring? Warriors down 3-1 to the Raptors or Bruins down three games to two in the Stanley Cup final against St. Louis? And Mark Stevens, the minority owner of the Golden State Warriors, who's been barred by the NBA and the Warriors for a year and fined $500,000 for pushing and directing obscene language. And Kyle Lowry during that game three, I don't think the punishment fits. Uh, people even calling for him to be banned and sell. And there's something there. I don't know if Golden State blew it up because they don't like him. You know, he could be one of those investors that – And like when you own a small business or a big business, he's the guy you don't want around. I don't know. But there's something that doesn't fit the video or the profanity thrown back at Lowry by Stevens. If you remove him from the courtside seats and you put him in a suite and you take away his access to locker rooms and for the rest of the year, he doesn't go to the finals, doesn't go to the draft, draft party, and he starts next year, and he has to sit in a suite, so be it. So I, 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 I want your feedback on this story. And just my opinion and where you're at on yours. one 855 cbs That's one 855 212 At Saturday Huge on Twitter. And Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Let's go to Frank in New Jersey. Appreciate your patience, and you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, huge
2: great show as always. Uh, I think one one reason maybe he got a a bigger fine than like you might think is like uh, I I didn't really when I heard it, I didn't even think of the racial or you know that part of it. I thought of a fan safety, player safety, league or team. You know,
6: I agree. uh,
2: You know, like that kind of liability. Like you know, Lowry, luckily, because I've heard a lot of over the years, listened to a lot of NBA players because the proximity to fans. Say, talking to him is one thing, but don't put your hands on me. Lowry was restrained, but what if he goes like, oh,
5: run our test? and, then well, and, I, and, and But I look at the push.
0: Control. You know, and, and Frankie, thanks for the call in Jersey. I look at this push. It it wasn't violent. I, I think where I kind of looked at Stevens and said, well, was he, he had a crazy look on his face when he was dropping whatever profane bombs he was towards Lowry. I, I'm not saying he shouldn't be punished. And, and the point is, I you could take away the courtside seats so he wouldn't have access to the players. All right? And so, you know, they're going into their new arena, and he, I assume the owners all have suites and seats probably both, and he, he couldn't sit courtside anymore. It's simple. Let's go to Zach in South Carolina. here are on the Saturday Night Huge Show.
7: Hey, Bill. Good evening. Thank you for taking my call. I just wanted to uh, touch up on two things. Uh, Number one, I've been listening to the radio all day as I work. I'm a driver, so uh, I've been listening to different shows all day today on a a channel down here in South Carolina. Uh, A lot of people are saying that, uh, you know, so many are oversensitive about the word owner. Um, However, those same people, they're not seeing things on both sides sides of the spectrum, and those would be the same people who will not be in favor of, of maybe some sensitivity coaching. So that's number 1. Number 2, I'm a Golden State Warriors fan and this is back to where uh Baron Davis and Stephen Jackson are on the team, okay? So I don't I don't I don't hold any any type of favoritism towards uh what happened. Um Mark's Mark Stevenson, he was out of line. He knows the rules he knows that if he's that close to the court what could happen now in comparison let's think about this let's take it back cuz it seems like we all forgot the gentleman in utah who was screaming whatever at russell westbrook is banned for life so even even me as a golden state warriors fan i think the punishment is not enough
0: not enough not enough it wasn't it wasn't now the guy in utah was It it was it was racist. It was bigotry. Uh, This was a push. No, no,
7: no, no. Hold on. Hold on a second, Bill. It was not racist. They pulled up racist stuff from off his Twitter. It was not racist. He was screaming epithets at at Russell Westbrook, you know, just ordinary sailor language.
0: Well, but they they were saying they thought it was racist in intent why he was doing it based on based on his social networks.
7: No, Bill, Bill. I don't want to. I don't want to like seem uh, combative, but that stuff was pulled up after the incident happened. He was just. He said. He said uh, something about. Well, you should. You should sit down and ice your knees, bro. And then everyone that you know looked deep into the situation. Then found out that he was a troll and and saying racist things. So I... what he said in the, what he said in, in in Salt Lake City wasn't racist at the time. They pull that stuff up later on, and that gentleman was banned for life. My my own thing is, 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 is uh, Bill, it's consistency. If they're going to ban a fan that didn't place his hands on a player but yelled out, you know, not, not professional language, I, too, feel that the investor, he should be banned for life.
0: Zach, I appreciate your opinion. Thank you so much for listening in South Carolina. Like I always say, top of every hour, Hey, I I don't profess to know everything. I give you what I feel in my opinion, and it's about sports. And at the end of the day, I can have a conversation with Zach and respect and maybe learn something from him and what others say. I'm telling you, I'm not one of those guys where, well, it's my way. Uh, I'm right, you're wrong. You know, I've been doing this 27 years, and I've grown, trust me. I mean, it used to be (laughs) me and my way, or, you know, hang up on you. But uh, I've matured. And that started about six months ago. Uh, Let's go to Chris in New York. You're on the Saturday Night Huge Show.
3: Oh, hey, Bill. Uh, Thanks. Actually, calling from Rochester and uh, newcomers to the show. Appreciate the time. Uh, I'll try and be as clear and concise to the point as I can. You know, I think it was earlier this hour, maybe last hour, you brought up briefly about the ring party that the Patriots were having over at Kraft's house and everything. And I'm sure I'm probably going to dig up the ire of the England Patriot fans and the, and the Brady Kool-Aid drinkers out there. It's not my intention to. Uh, but sometimes maybe you got to have a little sarcasm to make a point. You know, I've always thought this guy, their quarterback, is good. Um, it's just this, uh, this greatest of all time stuff. And uh, it'd be nice if when he was showing off his six rings, uh, if he took off a few of them and maybe gave them to the people who were a little more deserving of them. Like, oh, I don't know, like maybe Pete Carroll his stupid decision in Super Bowl 49 maybe Donovan McNabb in Super Bowl 39 for not running a two-minute hurry-up offense that none of us could figure out why that wasn't happening at the end of that game we're all looking at each other totally befuddled uh maybe the Atlanta coaching staff in Super Bowl 53 for going up 28-3 running the ball and then deciding let's go to the pass because we're going to trick them as far as I'm concerned and I'd be curious to hear not only your comment but anybody else calling in, uh, as far as I'm concerned, Brady has been gifted at least a few of those Super Bowls. And I will take any quarterback of a past generation who dominated in his time, not any quarterback, but the ones who dominated in their time from years ago when defenses could do a lot more against quarterbacks than I would ever even consider Brady. And uh, I am blessed in your answer. Thanks for the time.
0: Thank you, Chris, in Rochester, New York. So I'm going to guess that he's a Bills fan or a Jets fan. I think I'm I'm right on that. That he's a Bills or Jets fan. I I just love the Brady haters, and you have a right to hate. You know that wasn't vicious or mean. And he's talking about you know Carroll and you know not you know you got Skittles and Marshawn Lynch and the Rock and the Atlanta comeback was just unbelievable. Atlanta hasn't recovered from that, man. But Brady's earned it, man. Come on, I mean, what is he? Fifty five. Uh, Years of age, maybe 70, I don't know. He's got his TB12, you know, carrot juice or whatever he drinks. He's earned it. And it's kind of like the Golden State haters. We we hate watching these teams win all the time. And unless they're in your city, you get tired of it. Brady has earned everything. He's the greatest ever. Should have won an Academy Award for his performance in Ted 2. He has Giselle, who makes more money. Than, what, what does Giselle bring in last time? I checked, like, 48 mil a year. South American supermodel. He's the MVP on so many levels. I find him to be the greatest ever in any sport. Let's go to Dave in Vancouver. You're on the Saturday Night Hill Show.
5: Bill, greetings from Weed the North. And we're at the final base camp, which is always the toughest to climb Mount Everest. But we're excited. We think we can do it Monday. It all goes back to last July when... They obviously realized we got the coach of the year, but he can't win the playoffs. We can't play defense in the playoffs. We're not tough enough in the playoffs. And we got a shot at a guy that's won an MVP uh, award in the playoffs at age 22 in Cahey. And it was a big gamble because how, how do we know if he was going to be healthy or not? But he brought in Alex McKechnie, who uh, also worked with Colby and Shaq and is considered the best in the business and physiotherapy and so on. And by the way, his assistant was a Immediately hired by the Golden State Warriors, so that was a key move too. They basically started playing defense, tenacious defense. Danny Green came over. They brought in brought in Mark Gasol, and uh, basically Lowry. You know, he became a much more calmer player. You know, basically, found the leadership of Kawhi Leonard, and you know, this is a team that I think obviously made the right moves. Now they've been lucky. I think the series with Bo- or I should say with Milwaukee and Philadelphia were tougher, okay? But once Kawhi decided to carry this team on his back, especially against Milwaukee, you know, they've done it. Now, they got to win one more, but we're pretty excited up here, as excited as we were in 92-93 when the Jays won, because right across Canada there's big parties in every city, thousands and so on. And I'm telling you, the hundreds, maybe thousands, have gone down to the Oracle Arena there, helping out the economy in Oakland and San Francisco, obviously paying a lot of bucks. But we're loving it, and I love your show, my friend. God bless America.
0: Yeah, thank you, uh, Dave, in Vancouver, British Columbia. Appreciate your huge opinion. You want to join in? Huge questions of the night. Who has a better chance at the comeback to win a ring? Would it be Golden State or the Bruins? Down 3-2 to the Blues in the Stanley Cup final. And how many of you agree with Mark Stevens and the punishment of a year and 500 grand? I think it was too much. Others think it should have been more. You can join in. one 855 212 cbs that's one 855 at Saturday Huge on Twitter.